Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Take two. I mean, I feel like I've heard this intro song 18 times I know, today. man. You made Good. fun of the way I talked, and I messed up. I had to start over. Got him all discombobulated. All we discombob- typically don't mess up. Our, our guests sitting over here going, these guys are a bunch of rookies. Amateur hour here. Uh, what about the Panthers? So the Panthers... Won a g- I, I was mean, at the game. I, I was read there. an article that the, the soccer coach kept his job. Maybe this coach will keep his job. Oh man, that'd be pretty cool. Steve oh. Wilkes. He's he, and uh, what's PJ? Uh, what's PJ? Carlissimo. PJ Carlissimo. Now PJ Walker did great as a quarterback. I mean, I, this guy's like three and one or something. I was reading some stats on on Monday morning. I felt obligated because I was at the game. I wanted to understand what was happening. And we got like the we're like the underdogs, man. I like kind of coming in. With no expectation, with the opportunity to do something. Oh, you went to the game. I went to the. I was with my my, you my sent family. Me a picture. Yeah, my family came in town this weekend. Uh, we had a, a very nice fundraising event at Sugar Creek. Uh, Jupiter Coyote played for uh, a multiple time guest of the At Home with Roby show. Uh, Rick McDermott. Rick McDermott and, and his family's foundation for their son Brian, um, which is awesome. It was really cool. So we did that Friday night and then watched football Saturday, and then my brother and I went to the game Sunday. And I said, "You got to go home." <laughs> so I'm did, tired. Did the fundraiser go well? I was out of town. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a it was a neat deal. Um, Sugar Creek always does a nice job. They uh, they had some relationships with the board of, of the group that were in Good. succession there. So uh, yeah, I think it went really well. Eric Flanagan, is it, yep, that and, name ring a bell. He's been on their show with with his partner <laughs> Joe. Yeah, yeah. Sugar Creek does a good job. They yeah. good, they good people. They are. You know, that whole little corridor down there is full of a bunch of good good folks that, yeah. we, that we know and that know is and love. good. We went to Topsail Beach and found a bunch of shark's teeth. You found a bunch of shark's teeth. I doubled that the no. last day, me and Piper and Ford. It's funny. Tatum used to be my shark, too. Tatum's the oldest. She don't have no... Does she age out? She doesn't. But Piper was in the game. Ford, Ford's in the game for a few minutes, and he starts crying. Well, well hold on. So let's, we're going to preface this. Uh, sorry. Ford, Ford needs, he needs to tighten up a little bit. Maybe if he could be going after snake skins or something, he'd be more interested. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, you say a bunch of shark's teeth. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you got, like, seven shark's teeth. Nah. No. How nah. many do you think? Three, four hundred? Oh, no. I'm thinking we – Reagan said that we didn't have any really, really big ones. Uh, they look big to she me. She was kind of dissing on them. But I think we probably got 5,000. I mean, a lot. We had about another inch left in this glass milk jug. I think it's a pint uh, to fill up, and this started from my childhood. And, <laughs> yeah. and I, we, we're going to put them in tonight. It's going to be ceremonious. They've been drying. We got all the sand off of them, uh, and we we got to get a new milk jug. That's insane. So uh, it's pretty cool. It's exciting. And it's cool. I go get the milk jug out of my office. It sits on my shelf, and I, then you start looking at all these other shark's teeth. They take you to another time, you know. Like when I was eight. <laughs> no, but, but I said something. Reminisce. I said something about reading a book, and and one of the girls said, "You used to read," and I was like, "Girl, I used to read like a fiend." You did. I got tired of that. You do. <laughs> How many times did you read *Richest Man in Babylon*? Not a lot. It's like a hundred. I've listened to it probably two hundred times. You, Great you know, book. That, wonderful book that that is the convenience and also the downfalls like i listen to because you, you can do it whenever you can do it when you're driving you can do it when you're doing whatever uh and so it's not as convenient as reading i have a in my family business forum we're got an author that's going to come talk to us my boys you know he'll listen to the show so i 
I need to send some questions to him by tomorrow. So I was like, I'll download the audio version and check it out. And it doesn't have an audio version. So, man, is it Barnes & Noble nearby? They still open. Barnes and Barnes and Nobles. Is that like the basketball coach? Was it Carrot Rick my, Barnes? My uh, my buddy my buddy told me I was talking about uh, baseball cards and how I used to go to off the beaten path grocery stores and find cards because they would get you know the tops or somebody would send all the these grocery store chains boxes of cards and be rare editions. And I hear there's a scheme now the the guys that work at Walmart in the back or the managers scrape these things before they hit the floor and and, and sell them and make a lot of money. I've heard that. But he was talking – Dan Campbell, he's been on the show. He's yep. talking about his sons are all into baseball cards. And his wife had a stop. They were going to the beach. She had a stop at, at Walmart uh, 11 times out, you know, through the country uh, so they could go in and scour for, for unique cards. And he says Barnes & Nobles is a place where you can find good cards. Same thing. I didn't know. Every time I go to Barnes & Noble, I just get a ring pop. <laughs> <laughs> and a bag of Skittles. Yeah, nah. I feel like I won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> a big bag of Skittles, like I'm watching a movie. <laughs> a ring pop. My no, teeth, they come in a my box. My teeth ache for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, my teeth ache when I look at a bag of Skittles. Yeah. Hey, we used to get bit. I tell you what, that is what Blockbuster Video used to have a nice box of Skittles you could get. But you get your movie and you get about. How about that big popcorn can? Thirty-seven dollars. Gosh, but fill up the couch. <laughs> yeah, we are in a bad. Uh, I got. I was up in my guest bedroom in the upstairs of my house and there's this little hideaway room it's like ford's little yeah, secret yeah, room yeah and i went up there the other day i got some old clothes hanging up in there that i need to just get rid of i'm never gonna wear again uh and uh dude there was all these the wrapper trail uh, of candy wrappers <laughs> like down and then there was this big bucket of uh, of half-eaten candy i was like good gosh this is an ant farm <laughs> I had a pallet on my floor when I was a kid between my bunk bed and the wall that I had my little night table, you know, it made it about three foot wide, and I put about ten covers down. And I guess I used to eat a lot of candy, and one time I was playing my Nintendo and saw ants going up the window, (laughs) and I raised it back, and it was like 5,000 ants from my Skittles. (laughs) Oh, dear. What uh, what old Papa Ron have to say about that? <laughs> he thought I was a knucklehead. <laughs> I think I, I think Ford's getting me back. <laughs> we yeah. got tons of candy in my no house. No doubt, all open wrappers. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, it's Halloween time. So that's a good time to talk about. So this about is a that. good setup. It is Halloween yep. time. Halloween is tomorrow. This yep. airs on Sunday. Yep. Uh, the Panthers will have one two in a row. I think they'll be leading the division. Uh, tell us about our guests. I mean, it's a segue into workforce development. What Absolutely. We're talk about today. Absolutely. That's what we're going to talk about. Well, there's a, there's a humongous demand and need in the construction market. And so Kevin White is uh, with Charlotte Mechanical, a longtime friend, good customer. And yeah. uh, I think we got shooting the breeze one day about, about the demand that's out there. And we thought it'd be a good thing to talk about on the show. We like talking about workforce development. Yep. So, uh, Kevin, we look forward to talking to you. You're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm a Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. If you're not having fun, then turn off the radio. Man, I hope everybody's got their Halloween candy. You did mention that on the last uh, Goodness, segment there. Hey, come to my house. I'll give it all away. Be, some of it be open. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> we give you the real good stuff, like the, the candy the kids don't eat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Goobers. 
Oh, man. I might even give you a couple sport coats. I don't know. Everything's going to come from this one closet. <laughs> Some old basketballs, tennis shoes. What can we do? I mean, it's terrible. What's, What's up, Kevin? How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Doing good. Happy to be here. Welcome you to the show. Good. Do you listen to the show? I do. I got a text from a buddy this morning, uh, Todd Hirschfeld. Yeah. Uh, and he said, man, I do love a good fire. And I was expecting to have a picture on it. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of weeks. And there was no picture. I was like, what are you shot who? What are you talking about? He's like, dude, I'm just riding on the road listening to the show. Y'all talking about having fires. Made me feel good. There you go. I said, dang. That, but that made me feel good. That is sort of a loaded text. You, you, I mean, I get where you're coming from there. You're not really sure where it's coming next. Said, did we talk about having fires? Uh, yeah. Oh, we I'm did. I'm sure, sure we have. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And candy. Candy and workforce development, amongst many things. But uh, Kevin, uh, you, you are are with Charlotte Mechanical. Um, who and we do a lot of work. Yeah, you together. Guys, services yeah. does a lot of work. Thank you very much. We appreciate what Patrick and his guys do for us. Yeah, I always mean, been been a great partnership. Good, good folks to work they, with. They uh, they talk really good about y'all behind your back. Well, that's good. They're probably the only ones. I know. Uh, <laughs> I tell people this, you know, as I've as I've gotten out of the day to day operations of being a project manager or whatever. When I was knee deep in it, uh, I tell people, I'm like, I mean, I I have the uh, such a great bird's eye view. I just hear how people people talk about our vendors and our subs and our customers, and you can know real quick if somebody's good, liked or not liked. <laughs> I get it. Well, no, it, in, in Trent, Kevin and I have, have had about, I don't know, tons of conversations about this, and, and he's, he's living proof to the opportunities, I mean, we both are, uh, that we talk about the opportunities within the construction market and the trades, and heck, we had a conversation even up to yesterday, and I, we almost, I mean, I was like, hey, man, I really got to go. Um, it's something Kevin's very passionate about, something Charlotte Mechanical's very passionate about, but, you know, I think that we talk about it all the time here, it's cool to have somebody that's, that's you know, from another another company and and really they're in similar industries as Roby but they're they're really more on the on the multifamily new construction side is where Kevin Hales a, a Charlotte McCandle most certainly has a, a service business as well but just the need for people and then here we are like man we got there's folks who are getting you know we, we might have a slowdown in the economy the job market's going to be interesting and, and the opportunity here within the construction business it's still it's still prevalent oh yeah I mean this is a generational it's a tectonic change that needs to happen today so in 15 or 20 years will the need will be filled it's scary to me we construction is booming right now and nobody wants to work it's crazy nobody it? wants to go to work how many employees roughly do y'all have range-wise we have about 600 folks working daily. 600 folks yes, man that is i, I talk about this that's putting your head on the bed every night, and you got a little worry to go on and keep these folks busy, right? That's that's a struggle, but that's you know, that's what keeps us going is knowing that. Amen. That all those people putting food on the table. That's what our our mantra. Yeah. At at the Roby family, we have a goal uh, through through our oper- entrepreneurial yeah. operating system that that Patrick championed for our company. Our leadership has a goal to we our goal is to employ five hundred families. Not just people, they they feed their family. You know, they raise their kids. They 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 have a spouse at home. That's that's a great way to look at it because, you know, one or two family members may be coming to work for us every day, but five or six are yeah, enjoying you, the fruits of the labor. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly right. And I, I'll bet you, how, how many more people could you guys probably employ if you had the resources to do it just from the work volume that you have? I could probably take 100 right now. Goodness gracious. They lined up at the door. And, and that's the thing, man. I mean, so 100 folks that could be employed right now at Charlotte Mechanical, which is awesome. And, and, and that's just, you know, you're, you're, you guys are a large piece of, of the multifamily and, and new construction and service pie in the construction industry. But, you know, I hope people are listening to that, right? I mean, because there's a lot of people out there that, that might need to change or, or haven't thought about the construction industry as a place to go when, when one industry is sort of maybe not doing so well. You know, I think what happened to us is back, what, 08, 09, we had all these folks who are in the construction industry. We obviously had a very tough time during, during that period as far as work, and they left the industry and didn't come back. Yeah, that's, that's true. And so now the opportunity is like, hey, we're telling you to come back. Hurry back. <laughs> Don't wait. Have you ever met Darren Ash from no. The Rock? I have not. He started. Uh, he's been on the radio show a couple times. You need to check out. Go podcast the Darren Ash's previous shows. Uh, he he sold his business and, and essentially retired. He's a he's a young guy, a little older than us, but I mean retired early. And, and his calling in life because he's just a. I tell my wife there's a couple angels that I that I've interacted with like true angel people. Bart Noonan's one of them. Darren Ash is one of them, and. Uh, he he started this school. It's a collaboration between Mecklenburg County Schools and uh, Goodwill Industries, um, and, and it's a workforce development school. And uh, he's putting these kids through two years, and, and he started with Harding and, and a couple other schools. But just out of the passion and the need in these kids, and he he's working with with uh, urban lower income, right. giving these kids an opportunity to learn a trade. And the excitement and the opportunity, our industry, you can make a daggone good living in our industry. You, you know, That's we right. employ 600 people, and, and they, they all get paid well. Well, and, and I, I, I say this all the time. It, it's sad that, that, that people don't want to work. You say that, but I tell my kids, in lies the opportunity. I think that in my, in my lifetime and in, in what I've studied historically about America, I think this is the best time ever if you're willing to go bust your butt and learn a trade and work hard you can do generational wealth change in a family in one generation by just working hard absolutely i i mean i'm kind of an example of that you know i i didn't have an opportunity for my parents to pay for me to go to college i did military to help me mm. with that um thank you I, I went to work and i worked my way through it you know I, i've owned a business i've you know been been at the bottom of the ladder handing tools up but um you know i think my family can can appreciate the hard work that i did you come up through the mechanical i did i started i started with a a local company here that i you can say it i think that's fair i started up with lt mechanical um we love lt 95 really larry and tommy you know um they hired me right you know right out of school and uh I did a long time with those guys, and they helped me tremendously. I learned a lot from those guys about how to treat people um, and about, you know, working. Work for, you know, work for what you got. And, yeah. And, um, you know, I think we – I think a lot of kids miss opportunities because they are programmed to think that the trades aren't, aren't yep. uh, as – What's the word I'm looking for? That, it's that glamorous. It's glamorous Dude, as, as other 
jobs. It's 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 sad for me. It is sad. I tell this story all the time, and I mean, we this is not the first time he's heard this, but I remember like distinctly walking into the cafeteria at my high school. They had a picture that said, "What do you have with an education?" And of course, it's a guy in a fancy suit that's adjusting his tie. And then what happens if you don't have an education? And it's a freaking trades worker. I mean, it's somebody that that's we probably what, interact. I've never heard that. I, I mean, you can find them online, but, but that's they, that's what we that's what we grew up. I mean, up twenty-five with. years ago, thirty years ago, they trained American youth and parents. And cool. parents, that trades are a thing of the past, and a, and a, for people that are uneducated, which is so false. Completely and, false. I mean, what excites me about trades in the industry is is the confidence that you get when you go out yep. and you earn a dollar, versus this mythical free money that people think is the is, is the aha the dream they these kids want to be youtubers i mean come on man when when i was a kid you wanted to be michael jordan you wanted to go practice all night long on the basketball court i mean that was a pie in the sky thing but but it was hard work now you want to be a daggone how do i sit at home and not do anything and get money to fall from the sky but there's no confidence in that none whatsoever except how many likes did you get how many likes did you get yesterday? Well, Trent, oh, Trent's you know? a TikTok superstar. Oh, okay. He's just yeah. playing yeah. it off. Right I can now. do a little jiggle. <laughs> hey, Kevin, let, I'm having a blast talking about this. Con- you got me all excited. Will you stick around for another segment? I'll do it. All right. You're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back talking workforce development. Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Back here with Kevin White from Charlotte Mechanical. Um, if you missed the first couple of segments, go back. You can always podcast us. Just Google at home with Roby, or I think you can find him on the Apple Podcast. Trent always gives me a funny look when I say that. That's but, good, uh, Patrick. Gotta, you're so eloquent. I got to remind it. folks that they want to hear this about what Kevin has to say because I think this is very important uh, for not only you know our industry. We know what the, what's going on in construction and the opportunities for not just young folks, but folks that are looking to make a change in the career and. You know, on the last segment, you know, Kevin, I know you, I sort of put you on the spot there, but he says there's a hundred openings that they could potentially fill at Charlotte Mechanical. Uh, uh, tell us what that is. I mean, you don't have to necessarily be somebody that's been an HVAC installer or plumbing installer for 20 years. I mean, it's sort of you guys have all kinds of different opportunities. Oh, right? we want to train you. We want yeah. to bring you in with no experience. Yeah. Yeah. We want to put you on the truck. We want to. We want you to learn how to how to do the install, how to manage the install, how to manage the guys. We want you, we want you to stay with us for 20 years. Amen. I mean, I think we're all in the same boat. I mean, you guys are doing the, the things the right way. I mean, it, us as well. I mean, any time we can take somebody and, and set the foundation and build them up, I mean, it works. I talk facets. about this all the time. If, if somebody comes, at, even while in school, says, hey, I yeah. want to work during the summer, you know, 16, 17, while I'm in high school, and then I would like to feather that in after I get out of school, um, and say, look, I'm just going to work really hard and try to learn the most I can, and I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm going to put my nose down. Just always keep an eye on me because I want to get seen. Uh, I mean, by the time they're 18, 19 years old, they'll be making almost six feet. I mean, we, we I always talk about this. We will find things for them to do <laughs> as they move up that ladder if, they, if they're busting their butt. Absolutely. We got – I mean – I want you to come work for me, and and we're going to pay you well. We're going to give you um, benefits. You're going to learn the trade. That's the most important thing to me because the guys that are running the project, you know, the guys with 10 years' experience, they started somewhere. Yep. The problem we're running into is we don't have those new folks coming in 
So those experienced guys that are running jobs, they're they're going by the wayside, and and we need to train guys, we and girls. You know, we need to train folks and and get them get them in the trade so that that this trade won't go, these trades won't go away. I mean, everyone needs running water. Everyone needs heating and cooling. Electricity. I mean, right? the same everyone deal. needs a roof over their head. I know, mean, robots the, aren't doing the this. difficulty of our occupation is every every day is a new a new tr- trial and tribulation, right? Of what you find and have to work on. But what that does, it eliminates the ability for a robot or some mechanical thing to come do it. We need humans, and we always will need humans. Uh, I talk about I've talked about this before on the show, but when I was 14, I was able to work in a family-owned business uh, during the summer, and my dad dropped me off. Uh, we had a the the brick mason I knew forever was was a, such a craftsman. His name was Wheeler Perry, and, and Dad dropped me off and said, "You're gonna help help Wheeler the next couple weeks." He said, "You need to learn." He said he ain't gonna say much to you and give you much feedback. He said, but you need to learn how he likes his mud mix, whether it's thick, runny or thick. And you need need to keep it keep it coming on his left, and then you need to keep the brick stacks coming on his right and work him up the wall. And if you do that, he ain't going to say much, but he'll like you. And that's my example about these trades, these kids coming up. That's all they got to do. And now they have iPhones, so you can Google. I mean man i'm help, i'm helping you know electrician and he, or a plumber and he says go get me a pipe wrench off give me a three-quarter inch pipe wrench off the van whatever i mean something and i go and i bring back 10 tool, 10 things that i think are pipe wrenches and he tells me that's it put other stuff back when you go back now you can go around to say yes sir go around the corner and google it and you yeah. can bring always wrench. bring the right thing back that's you right. know you so, learn so much about life from that too is anticipating what's going to be next when you the the best helper is the guy who doesn't who's thinking ahead who who doesn't have to wait for you to ask for that pipe wrench. He's done it enough to know, hey, I got to have a pipe wrench ready. Yep. And you learn things about life, you know, yep. how to anticipate what's coming next. My dad used to always tell me, he said there's always some sweeping that needs to be done. I don't ever want to see you standing around. I was getting my hair cut the other day. Uh, and I, I went through a couple of old school barbers. I got a, a guy that's my age now. He's a master barber. He was talking about going to barber school. He said he used to take his son, who is a barber too, who's in the booth beside him at this barber shop. And uh, this kid's 22 years old. They're just cool people. And, and he said, I used to take my son to barber school, and I, I told him to sweep. You know, I just want him to hang around the school. He said, you know, and, and, and the guy that ran the school, you know, I was all worried. He was going to tell me I couldn't bring my son in. And he said, whose son is the Greek Greek fellow he's doing accent. He said, so whose son is this? He says, uh, that's my son. And he said, he's a good young man. He's sweeping when there's nothing to do. And, and he was talking about how that's what got him into the profession, gave him confidence. So I agree with you. Anticipating what people are thinking, learning, it, 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 the creativity get, gets built, you know? So I don't know. So, I mean, we need all kind of trades, electricians, plumbers, mechanical, brick masons. I mean. Everything. Every single thing. In the construction industry, every, every avenue is, is struggling to find help. And it's, it's it's sad. I see. You know, we have our executive meeting, 
and, and I, I feel bad because my my role in the business has evolved in, into doing more real estate and development and coaching and thinking about new ideas, working on the business. And, and I told my wife after be, being in an offsite on a, a day with Patrick and my brother Travis and, and Dave McGuire and David Baird that are day to day in the grind, I said I feel so bad. These, these, they don't have the staff, they don't have the talent, they don't have the trades, and we're still selling that we're the best to people, but but we don't have the opportunity all the time to put the best out there. I mean, you just you hear it. It's we just need the warm blood, and that's so sad. It's heartbreaking for somebody like me who who came up that way, you know, and and a lot of people that I grew up with came up that way, and. And a lot of people that I've grown with professionally came up that way. And um, it's it's important to me that we get back to, you know, back to – we need to be back into high schools talking to these yeah. kids and saying, hey, you know, there's opportunities here. There's opportunities for you to have a very successful career. You know, we're not talking about a job. We're talking about a career. Yeah. And, um, you know – and like you say, we we you know we started our four hundred one k with our our four percent match in two thousand and eight. We were fifty eight year old business, and I said we want to take care of these people. If you come to work for a company like Charlotte Mechanical or the Roby family of companies, you do have the you have the vacation, you have the health insurance, you have the four hundred one k. If you put your nose down and work a twenty thirty year career, you do build generational wealth for your family. That's absolutely right. Hundred percent, and I think you're, you 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 know we're prime examples of that. I mean, you went to work at Charlotte Mechanical and and worked your way up the ladder, and, and now you're in in a in a, in a very you know, high level position. But you start like you said. I heard you at the beginning. You said I was handing tools up a ladder when I first started. That's right. You got to start somewhere. It's just I guess getting started is the hardest part. And it's not though. That's the thing. We've doesn't we've, have we've to train people to yeah. think that it's it's difficult. You come knock on our door. You know, I'll bring you in. I'll sit you down in our conference room and, and interview you. And when you're done, I can assure you that if if it's a good fit, you're going to feel comfortable, and we're going to put you in a position to grow and be successful. You know? I mean, we yeah. If if you want it, it's there. Now I'm sure you feel this way too. We we talk about the struggle and talking about just having warm bodies. I will say though, we have. So I want more of them. We need more of them, but we have some extremely talented oh, yeah. people at our business that we depend on every day that do keep our brand and our quality where it's at. You, you said a second ago that we're marketing ourselves as the best. We are the best, and it's because of the people that yep. we have. It's yep. because we are able to get that, you know, train the, the guys. We're promoting a lot from within. You know, we're seeing guys yeah, you are. now that are that started off with a tool belt and, and now they're running projects and, and, you know, but we do have the best, you know, and a company is the size of Charlotte mechanical does have the luxury to, to, to be a spot for those um, well-trained guys to, to say, Hey, that's where I want to work. That's great. And so that's a good, that is a good thing, but the, the younger generation is not filling those roles as, as guys age out of being the helper, being the lead guy or being the foreman. Those, those guys are, rolling into more of a management position it's leaving holes in yeah. the bottom and and we need to fill those roles yeah and that's the way it should do these guys have worked their 20 years with their hands and their back and now that they, they have the skill set and 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 the talent to to manage but we need we need to keep feeding that pipeline that's right and we need to feed it the southeast and charlotte god bless is so strong uh hopefully that, that'll continue i don't see why it's not 
Uh, so the opportunity is here. Well, Trent, before we run to break, I, I want to give a, a second to highlight uh, we're, the, our four segments always about charity, and we're going to talk about our cornhole tournament, which is literally this coming Saturday. But I know you all have a very important coat drive, too. Maybe we can help get that word out at the beginning of the next segment. Sounds good. 704 coat drive. All man. right. Well, you, we don't ask many people to speak on the four segments, so you're lucky. And then, and then maybe you can give your you, you business a little plug so these people know where to go when they want to sit in your conference room ask for a job. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Isn't Roby Isn't that so great? We've taught everybody how to sit on their couch at home and get free money. Companies. All day long. All day, every day. I talk about... I talk about this. I can't imagine sitting on my couch for two hours and not doing anything. How how bad it makes you feel. Can you imagine doing that for weeks at a time? Get up and get out and get something. Wow. We just talked. I mean, all these opportunities in the trades. But, you know, we, hey, look, so we designate the fourth segment of the show to charity. Or, or especially this time of year, we try to talk about, uh, you know, we have the Make-A-Wish tournament coming up on Saturday at Freedom Park. 14th annual Pitching for 14th Wishes. 14th annual Pitching for Wishes. Well, hey, I, we, we got, raised over $200,000 this year for Make-A-Wish already. That's awesome. Saturday, November the 5th. That's next Saturday. Please come out. The myth is... Oh, I don't play cornhole, or oh, I don't, I didn't sponsor. The, the, it's an event. It's a festival. We got bouncy houses. It's all free. Come buy a coke and give back. Buy, buy a suds. Buy a hot dog and just, and just be around it and get the vibe. Well, that and, and we, that. we we we've got on the charity uh, subject. We have Kevin. We kept Kevin White around for the the coveted four segment. It. I can't believe it. I need Charlotte that Mechanical. twenty in my pocket, Kevin. And uh, checks in the mail. Yeah, checks that's right. In the I mail. Think, yeah. <laughs> so they say they do something really cool around this time of year as well. And I want you to have a chance to talk about the seven hundred four coat drive that's coming up. Um, tell us, I mean, can he still donate? Is it where are the where are the locations? What? Yeah, go to uh, CoatDriveCharlotte.com. You can find, uh, I think we have over 75 barrel partners right now. Um, you find a drop-off location. Um, 704 Coat Drive is... Uh, Did y'all been, start this? Uh, our owner, Steve McLaughlin, started this. I think this is year eight. Yeah. Wow. I didn't do my research. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but... Um, yeah, I think this is your. I'll put eight. you on the spot. We need a barrel at the Roby family. Bring us a barrel. Can I'll we get, get a barrel? You. Can I'll I come pick a up a barrel? Yeah, I'll I'll snag a barrel. I told you I had some cl- coats. I'll Let's get, do it. Yeah, I'll get you a barrel. I'll, I'll get. I'll come. How about get a an barrel. old Alexander Julian coat? That'll be good. Colors. Really nah, cool. I got some good coats. Kevin, uh, kudos awesome. to you and the Charlotte Mechanical team. I know y'all – I mean, how many coats do you think you get, if you had to guess? I, I want to say it's about five to 8,000 every Goodness year. Goodness so. gracious. They, and they go to the Salvation Army. I just that is wonderful. that plug into. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, Kevin, give you give your business a plug. How can people look y'all up? CharlotteMechanical.com. Uh, you can click on Apply Here and uh, – Fill out an application right there, and we'll reach out to you as soon as we can. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks thank, for having me. And it's thank you great. for the business. Thank you for the opportunities and a breath of fresh air. I mean, we have all these bad guests on the show all the time. So it's so good <laughs> to have a good one. I'm, that was a joke. Well, we've got a really good wish okay, story. Okay, this is our last wish show. Story. We do 10 shows, yep. 10 wish stories. I think we missed the first one. Christian cold slapped me. Uh, but this me is too. our last got show before, and we, and we tell a wish story story leading up and i think this one is timely with halloween being tomorrow 
Check it out. Go, Patrick. That's it. Jackson Spooktacular Halloween Wish. Seven-year-old Jackson from Denver, North Carolina, loves all things spooky. His favorite thing to do during his treatments was to go to the Spirit Halloween store. Looking at all of the animatronics... Wow. And decorations distracted him from his ongoing treatments and the real-life scary situations he was facing. 2021 was the first year that his family was home for Halloween instead of in the hospital. Think about Mm. that. Jackson couldn't stop talking about Halloween, how he wanted to decorate their house. His birthday was also coming up, so Make-A-Wish decided to surprise him by making his house super scary for Halloween and his birthday. The community rallied around Jackson's wish with donations from Lowe's, the Horror Dome, and Morris Costumes, name a few. Lowe's employees volunteered to transform the family's home into a haunted house both inside and out. Carowinds even donated tickets for Jackson's family to attend their Scarowinds Halloween event. When Jackson arrived at his house after school, he couldn't contain his excitement. The house decor looked spooktacular and was full of animatronics that Jackson loved. He couldn't wait to see everything and show off his completed house to his family and the volunteers. Jackson's favorite decoration was the clown inflatable in the front yard, but he also loved his graveyard. That is such a good story. I don't know about that clown, Jackson. I don't like clowns. But you like graveyards. Graveyards are all right. All right. All right. All well, Trent, right. you mentioned it Saturday, November 5th, Freedom Park, Bounce Houses, Face Paint, Balloon Artist, Sir Purr, Homer, Chubby, they're all going to be there. It's going to be fun. They're going to be there. Please come out. I mean, it's cool. Talking about our business, I mean, Scott Whittle was one of our, our leaders in our commercial yeah. uh, construction arm when we started it in 2010. And he texted me yesterday, asked me a question, asked me for a reference on, on, a, on a designer, which is cool. We, that's, that's how we run our business. We stay friends and family with everybody. And then, and then he said, I said, man, I hope your family's doing good. And he said the same. And he said, man, I know you got your big event coming up, your charity, your cornhole term. I know that's dear to your heart. Good luck. Ho- hopefully it's a success. It just made me feel good. That's, that's what he hadn't talked to him in a year or so. And wow. that's what he that's said. Uh, and I said, come out. He said, if he's not in the mountains, he'll come out. Uh, Patrick, we were in the mountains a couple weeks ago, and I bought me a mega pumpkin. I think we had like 80 pounds. Well, but before I forget, man, we got to make sure we hit these sponsors and make this possible. Go ahead. BWF, Dry Pro Foundation, Home Technology Solution United Healthcare. And we've got three that have been with us <clears throat> every single tournament Queen City, uh, Ferguson, Harky, Tallinstone. They were the ones. 15 years. They were the ones when I was a scared little P dabber asking for donations. You ain't scared they no gave more. me confidence. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask for money now. Pay, <laughs> pay your bills. Nah. <laughs> I love when I ask people to to help out and donate, and they go, "Well, why this charity?" And I said, "Buddy, tell me where you're giving your money, and I'll shut up." And they go, "Ooh, he might be on to something." You know what I'm saying? Anyway, do your part. That's what it's about. Yeah. I will also say, talking about workforce development, go listen to the Darren Ash shows. Uh, and also Luke Nays talking about good people. Yeah, I just want to give a plug. He's running our our new division, yeah, residential up, up GC in yep. Hendersonville. Yep. But but Reagan, he did my mom's house next door. <clears throat> my wife said, I've said this before. She said he is the closest thing to Ron Hasten, my late father, because he was he was a worker and how he talked to people and how he anticipated. Uh, called called homeowners boss ladies and stuff. I kind of do that. I took I stole that from you, Dad. But anyway, well, how cool man, is Kevin White? Great, Kevin Mechanical. White is on point. Yep. Uh, it was a great show. Hope you enjoyed listening. Listen, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated and smile on this Sunday. Happy Halloween.